Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. Happy Friday to you. It is five past six on SENZ Breakfast. No Izzy today. He'll be back Monday. Steve Devine in with us for the day. Morning, Steve. Morning. How mate. are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good and big... Big day for you. You've been you've been off for a while from your from oh, your, yeah. your day day job, but you're back there after this. Yeah, shoot straight back in into the day job, which is uh, might uh, rattle the bones a little bit, I think. But anyway, we'll we'll be right. It's Friday. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Indeed. Coming up on the show, uh, well, Blake Ashford is going to join us. Former Tiger, former Warrior. He's going to come on talk to us after seven o'clock about this preseason game in Christchurch between. The Warriors and the Tigers. Yeah, I, I, I and I see the um, Tigers are f- favourites at the TAB. Yeah, I can't quite, sh- I can't quite figure that one out. They're paying a dollar eighty-three. I think the Warriors are paying dollar ninety. Yeah, that seems, uh, it seems um, pretty strange considering um, Andrew Webster's also said um, yesterday afternoon that uh, they're bigger, stronger, faster than they've ever been. The Warriors. Yeah, and if you look at the team, the trial team. I mean, there's 13 guys with first grade experience in there. It's not like it's just Rezies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Anyway, but hey, the TV know what they're doing, right? Apparently, apparently they do. Well, they took our money yesterday, didn't they? <laughs> they they certainly. Well, yeah, yeah. They they often take my money, mate. Yeah, yeah. So D- D- Divine's dividends or Ricardo's riches, depending on what you wanted to call it, uh, was dead at the first hurdle yesterday um, after the Champions League football. Simon's uh, bet that both games would, uh, both teams would score in both games, and that uh, Bayern and PSG would win. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, didn't happen. my horse that I bet on hasn't run yet either. So yeah. Um, so you're going to jump back on? <laughs> Probably not. Right, okay. All right, there you go. Also coming up on the show, Sam Gilbert's going to join us. Um, interested to chat to him, mate. Uh, he's, he's coming on just after 8 o'clock. But, uh, yeah, he could he, he vice-captain of the Highlanders this season, which I thought when they, when they announced the captaincy and he was vice I was like, wow, really? Quite young. Yeah, he's quite young, but he's he's been he's been there for a few years and he's he's a very talented boy. He, he'll... he'll you know, a good season will see him go close to, to being in and around that All Black team, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, very talented. He's, he was a standout for them last year whenever he was fit. And, uh, you know, on the field, he was certainly a standout, kicks well, um, plays well. I, yeah, I, he'll, he'll go close. It'd be interesting because he, he came into that Highlanders team a couple of years ago as a fullback slash wing, really a fullback, but played a few a couple of games at wing. Then when they had a bit of, uh, they had a few issues at 10, he, he slotted in at 10 for a while. Uh, and then I think the preseason so far he's played twelve predominantly. Where yeah, do you reckon his, his his future is? Well, he played a bit of midfield last year as well. So yeah, it's sort of you know it's it's always handy to have one of those players can cover a few positions if needed for for the wider squads. But uh, yeah, I I can see him as a, as a ten slash twelve maybe. Yeah. Um, he's uh, certainly a big strong boy, quick um, can tackle well. So yeah, he's he's a big part of that um, Highlanders cog. How big is he? Is he because I mean he looks on the field because he's quite tall. He looks sort of Geordie Barrett-ish, but is he that big? I don't think, no, I don't think he's as big as Geordie. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's certainly a big, strong boy and still pretty young. So uh, probably a little bit to fill out still um, with another another year or so of doing some serious serious ten. Yeah, um, yeah. No, he's he's a talented he's a talented footy player. That's for sure. Should we uh, should we, when we get him on? Should we have a word about him? Keep it an eye on your boy who's down there. Oh, no, I don't think there's any hope for my boy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my boys uh, at Otago University, they don't even start for another three weeks and he's down there um, just to drink 
What? Just keep it hydrated. He's like, I'm having a good time, Dad. And I was like, You got a job yet? And he's like, Oh, I'm I'm having a good time, Dad. I'm like, Oh my god. Oh, uh, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. All right. There'll be some stories there. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. So uh, those guys coming up on the show, Blake Ashford, Sam Gilbert. We'll take your calls, your texts as well. 0800 150 811 and double eight double three. The temper bed post text machine. Right now, though, let's get into triple threat. Round one. Five. The three big questions for the day. Uh, I was interested to see that Netball New Zealand have basically said, oh, anybody can apply for the Silver Ferns job, including Nolene. Now, generally, when they tell you you can reapply for your job, you're already out the door. Um, so she, is she gone? Uh, I'd, uh, I, 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 I'd say no. Um, I'd say, you know... If if you wanna if you wanna make sure you've you're ticking all the boxes and um, then you then you throw it open and see and see what comes in. But you know I don't think I don't think they're going to get rid of her. I, I certainly would expect her to you know continue in that role. Um, but it, yeah, I guess if you if you wanna if you wanna see what's out there and, mm. and everyone's across it. By the sounds of it, she's across it as well, saying that it's you know what needs to happen for transparency and everything. I yeah. Well, throw it open see you know you might end up with a pretty good assistant coach who from left field that he didn't expect or something like that I don't know yeah mm. yeah it's an interesting one I don't know I mean I, I don't know if you've you probably in, in your in your uh, work life haven't maybe experienced it but I've, I've been through situations where they've gone oh look we're, we're changing your job description and you can apply if we want you to apply for the role and here's what it's going to be and it's like and yeah later on you're like yeah that was that was never happening yeah yeah yeah, it would be a big call, I think, to get rid of her. But um, it'd be a big call. But uh, I mean, who's, who? Obviously, if you're a, if you're a, a coach, a netball mm. coach, and you have the feeling that um, she's going to retain this, would you would you even throw your name forward? There may not be anyone who even puts their name forward. Well, that'll be interesting to see. Be interesting to see what sort of who they get candidates wise. I mean, you know, I mean, it might not even just be from New Zealand. You know, there's probably some pretty good coaches running around in Australia. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. Round two. The Celtics yesterday beat the Brooklyn Nets by 50 points. It's the second time this season that they've beaten a team by 50. They beat the Pacers by 51 uh, before Christmas. Uh, which is like, and it's, I think it's only the third time in NBA history a team's had two 50-point wins in a season. Um, so they're dominating. They've the got the best record in the NBA. But uh, they got me thinking, Steve, biggest biggest win you've been involved in? Uh, biggest in terms of points, um, not too sure. But I, 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 I had a game for the Waratahs when I was quite young. I sat on the bench for a game because um, Scott, against Scotland um, – Scotland are touring Australia and we just had to teed up a game so it was like a midweek Waratahs team and I was young and sat on the bench and got 10 minutes at the end and Scotland actually did a bit of a job on us beat us comfortably and then a couple of years later I was playing I'd moved to New Zealand and was playing over here and Scotland toured New Zealand and they wanted a game they could win so they they just like put a Barbarians team together a few super players a few school kids and we'll play in Whangarei and we'll give um, let us have a win on tour so we're in this team, and there was a few super players, uh, a couple of NPC players, a few local boys, and some school kids. And we put, I think, maybe 60, 70, 80 points on Scotland. <laughs> and it was, their, it was their legit team, too. And uh, 
I don't think it was probably the biggest in win, but in terms of like it was an international team, we got together the, the day before, yeah, and um, they we, we absolutely gave them a hiding a eh? up in Whangarei. It was um, it was an awesome it was an awesome little uh, team we had together. One of the school kids I should add was. Um, Still at school, playing on the wing, uh, Sam Tuatupo. Oh right. Who even in that game, as a as a little guy, it was just cutting people in half. Eh? It was um, it was good. It was a, it was a great win for a team that got thrown together against an international team. Yeah, but what was the uh, what was the reaction from the Scots on oh, the field? Yeah, they were. I remember they had the tallest person in rugby ever. He was a big lock, Scottish lock. He was the tallest person, and I um picked him up and spear tackled him and uh he started he almost started crying on the field and i was just I'm just like mate get up you're an you're an international footy player what are you up Cry, to get up oh yeah they were hopeless yeah okay interesting well, i was good to see that scotland have improved since yeah then. mate they've come a long way since then <laughs> for sure. round three okay here we go this is the big one for the day we'll talk more about this throughout the day no doubt uh devon conway has scores of 17 duck 29 1 2, 11, 12, and 22 in his last eight innings. Will he start the first test against Australia? Yeah, listen, f- cricket's a funny game, right? Mm. Sometimes you just you just need one thing to go your way and, you, and you're away. Um, can he, on his day, put a big total together? Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be definitely struggling a little bit with the bat on... Um, this unfortunately for him, there's probably enough people around the country who are in reasonable form and are doing pretty well with the bat. So, I think there may be a, a little bit of a reshuffle. But you know, sometimes you need to to back your boys and say we got some faith in you, and 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 those little moments can can be the difference. But uh, gee, you want to you want to take some form into the match because you're up against a bowling attack that is that is world class right in the Aussies like they they all come at both ends of the pitch with um with some some pretty decent bowlers and i imagine the pitches will be a bit green cuz the seamers for New Zealand that's what they want to do but the Aussies have a pretty good um, quick quick attack as well so I'd wanted to be going into that game with as much form as I had and um so maybe maybe that season uh, being a little bit nervous yeah, I mean, he's got, like you said, on his day. Yeah, I mean, he's got a double hundred on debut, right? Yeah. So he, he's a, a very good player. And up until the last year, I think uh, his test average was 53, 54. And now it's down to about 41 because of uh, his, his form in the last year. Um, so oh, I guess it, it, it's options, right? I mean, yeah. you know he can do it. 41's still not... Not the worst. Not the worst as an opening test batsman. No. But I, I guess it's it's where I mean if they do make a, a change, what is that change? I mean, Will Young's been floating around and yeah. he, he opens domestically. Yeah, yeah. Rutch and Ravindra has opened before. Um, there's people like, well, I mean, you know, you look at what Aussie have done with Steve Smith, right? Since Warner's retired from Test cricket, Steve Smith's gone up to open. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that something you could do with Kane? Yeah, but has that has that worked? Has that worked for Steve Smith? I, I I don't think he has scored many runs in that position. So, I yeah, it's you know, do you back your do you back your man or do you um you find some form? I I think they probably maybe lead towards finding a little bit of form. Mm-hmm. Um, get someone there who's who's been performing a little bit better. Um, it's I mean you know they'll be desperate to beat the Aussies in a Test series at home. You know that'd be that'd be a a big string to the bow 
um, has I imagine it hasn't been done for for some time, right? No, no, it hasn't. I mean, uh, Rob's just texted through actually on double eight double three. He said, "I, Ricardo and Steve, for a one Test series win uh, from the last eight Test series tells New Zealand cricket supporters how poor this current Test team really is, outside of Kane Williamson and Willow Rourke. The current World Test Championship Australian Test team will simply destroy this week New Zealand team, a team led by 125 kilometres an hour, Tim Southey." Yeah, that's, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's not about the pace of the ball. It's about uh, what you do with the ball, right? And um, you know, Sally's still taking wickets. I yeah, listen, you're up against the Aussies. They're the best in the world at Tests at the moment. Um, they've got a formidable bowling attack. You know, both ends, and they can bat. So I, I, yeah, you want to take some form in. You just want to take some form in. And two test series, yeah, you try and get lucky, try and hang in there and, and scrub one at the end. So um, take some form in. Um, pick, pick your best and, and give it a crack. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is for uh, from a New Zealand point of view is that that first test, I think, starts on the 29th of Feb. Is that right? Yeah, 29th of Feb. Um, so there's not a lot of time. There's there's three T20s in between. Yeah. I don't know if you want to play. Do you want to play Devin Conway in T20 cricket, white ball, make him switch his focus, then go back to red ball? Or do you, do you just send him away and go, mate, just have some decent nets? Yeah, just or even even go back into a, a, a longer version of a domestic game and, and just get in get in the middle and try and put in a couple of hours. You know, that's what you need. Time, mm. time in the middle, you know, it may not be a... You know the best, the world's best bowling attack that you're up against, but just time in the middles is is your best friend when you're out of form. Yeah, it is, and, and you know that was what I was kind of hoping yesterday when I saw you know we knocked South Africa over for 235, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, and then we were like 30 odd without loss and reply. I'm like, oh good, uh, you know, he, um, Devin's got Devin's got some time at the crease. He might put on a score here. He might find, and then yeah, it's almost like mentally I put the curse on him. You also, be. you also need to you also need to understand what his job is. His job is to go out there and take a bit of shine off the ball, right? Mm. So, you know, he he did face some balls. I think it was 60 40, or, 44. Yeah. So you know, he did he did take some shine off the ball. Um, he did his job. It's it's probably one of the harder gigs in Test cricket as mm. being an open batsman. Um, so you know he 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 although wasn't outstanding he he sort of you say to most batsmen test batsmen you know you go out there last at least give us forty balls um, see what the ball's doing you know maybe job done 